And Sophie, he said as she was almost out the door. Anthea, she's having a bit of a tricky time at the moment with some boyfriend. I'm a bit of a shoulder to cry on. Know what I mean? Sophie, her stomach crawling at the thought, did know exactly what he meant. She nodded. But don't mention anything to your mother, eh? She, uh, thinks I spent too much thinking about work and not enough time relaxing, and she rather blames Anthea for it. Sophie shrugged. Fine, it's no big deal. And Soph? Yes? Your mum's a bit low at the moment. We all need to look after her, not worry her with anything. Sophie got out before Bill Raven could check his face in a mirror and see the smudge of coral lipstick beside his mouth. Closing the door behind her, she stood, trembling, gathering herself to go back outside to the party, to safety, to where her mother had created the perfect birthday lunch for Sophie's friends and family. Sophie's husband and daughters were waiting for her to blow out the thirty candles on her cake. Hello? Are you still there? She said to the mobile phone. I'll take that number and ring you back. Sophie liked to help. She was always the first person anyone rang when they wanted something done. But how to help now? Should her mother hear about what Anthea and Bill were up to? Or would it be better to protect her from being hurt? Sophie believed that sometimes you had to tell little white lies, especially to her father. He was the most important person in the family. He worked so hard. He looked after them all. He was wiser and cleverer, more sensible and more practical than the rest of them, and often, of course, very tired. So you had to understand, don't upset Daddy. He's had a hard day. Sophie did understand. She was the only one in her family who did, because her younger sister, Jess, was so pointlessly rebellious, and her mother, well, as Dad always said, she was just hopeless. But the bedrock that had been her family had just developed a fault line, and Sophie wasn't sure if this was the beginning of an earthquake or just a tiny crack in the earth that would vanish with the next fall of rain. Tell the truth or keep quiet. Protect her mother, or support her father. Tell the truth, or keep quiet. The options ticked back and forth like a pendulum on a clock. Chapter Two Anthea Jones straightened her skirt with satisfaction as she left Bill's study. There was no way that Sophie Raven, no, she'd taken the name of her wet rag of a husband, hadn't she? So she was Sophie Mason now, was going to keep what she'd seen a secret. Whether she let it out slowly, with whispers of confidentiality to carefully chosen people, creating a series of small bangs, like the early part of a firework display, or whether she went for the big rocket straight off, there was no way that spoilt Sophie had the self-control to keep her father's infidelity to herself. Apart from anything else, she had principles, 
and believed in honesty and doing the right thing and all that stuff. Anthea hated Sophie almost more than she hated Bill's wife, Paige. Sophie had everything that Anthea had never had in life. She'd been born beautiful, for example. Anthea could never resist poring over the photos of Sophie that were pasted up on the fridge, framed along the mantelpiece and hung on the downstairs lavatory wall in a big collage. Over the years, even amid the blondness of privately educated prep school children, Sophie was always the blondest, with the bluest eyes and the widest smile. As she morphed into a teenager, she stayed slim and her long hair blew about her face with unconscious grace. People like Sophie belonged in magazines, not in real life, twisting her father round her little finger. Bill often called her a daddy's girl when he grew mawkish.